Welcome to the Identity Theft Resource Center's Weekly Breach Breakdown for March 12th, 2021. I'm James Lee. Each week, we take a look at the most recent and interesting events and trends related to data security and privacy. We focused for the past two episodes on data privacy and how state laws are giving consumers more rights and businesses more obligations to keep personal information safe and secure. Today, we're going to talk about the challenges of doing just that, protecting data. In Shakespeare's Antony and Cleopatra, a messenger is sent to inform the Egyptian queen that her lover has remarried, prompting a threat to treat his eyes as the Ptolemaic version of tennis balls. In response, the messenger reminds Cleopatra that I that do bring the news made not the match. Today, we would say the title of this week's episode is Don't shoot the messenger. Yet, this is exactly the position where many businesses find themselves now as they are sending out data breach notices to customers, even though they did not cause the problem. A vendor did. You may recall that one of the highest profile cyber attacks in 2020 involved a company known as Blackbaud. The company, an IT provider to nonprofits, healthcare organizations, and education institutions, was breached and the data of more than 500 companies and 12 million individuals was held for ransom. You may also recall that these kind of attacks where a cyber criminal can get the information of many companies from a single vendor is known as a supply chain attack. There were only a handful of supply chain attacks in all of 2020, but so far in 2021, there have been three high-profile attacks, two in the last two weeks. And one of the events involves one of the biggest names in technology, Microsoft. This cluster of attacks just reinforces a trend we saw take hold toward the second half of 2020 with the Blackbaud breach, followed by the blockbuster cyber attack against the IT services company SolarWinds. That one impacted cabinet-level agencies in the U.S. government, as well as a still undetermined number of private sector companies, but it's believed to be in the thousands. While the solar winds attack appears to be the work of cyber criminals seeking intelligence information for the Russian government, not consumer data to sell, the ransomware group that just attacked software provider Excellion clearly wanted information that it could hold hostage or sell outright. Not from Excellion, but from the customers whose information could be stolen from the tech platform operated by Excellion. The criminals went to the time and expense of reverse engineering a 20-year-old Excellion platform and found new flaws as well as old unpatched ones that allowed criminals to extract information from high-profile clients, including law firms, telecommunications companies, universities, grocery store chains, and government agencies in the U.S. and other countries. We don't know how a supply chain attack against tech provider CETA was executed, but we do know that the company processes the frequent flyer information of 90% of the world's airlines. The company describes the cyber attack as highly sophisticated, and member airlines have already started informing their frequent flyers of the breach. The third supply chain attack in this most recent string is also the most dangerous. A cyber criminal group based in China was able to exploit flaws in Microsoft Exchange servers. That's the kind that run the ubiquitous Outlook email software inside organizations. 
the threat actors inserted back doors into company email systems that could be used to take control of the email system from outside the network where the server resides. More than 100,000 organizations worldwide are believed to be impacted by this cyber attack, including at least 30,000 in the United States. Government officials and Microsoft leaders have all encouraged organizations operating exchange servers to patch them immediately. They have also made a series of tools available to help users determine if they've been impacted by this attack. These issues do not involve the cloud-based Microsoft 365 services used by so many individuals and small businesses. That service includes Outlook email, but it's not impacted by this breach. If you have questions about how to keep your personal information private or how to protect it, visit idtheftcenter.org, where you'll find helpful tips on these and many other topics. That includes help for small businesses, too. If you think you've been the victim of an identity crime or a data breach and you need help figuring out what to do next, contact us. You can speak with an expert advisor on the phone, chat live on the web, or exchange emails during our normal business hours. Be sure to check out the most recent episode of our sister podcast, The Fraudian Slip, on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcast. And we'll be back here next week with another episode of the Weekly Breach Breakdown. Thanks for listening.